Tonight in our gospel, the apostles, those called by Jesus to be his followers, are all gathered in a room. And Jesus comes to them and appears to them after the resurrection. They were gathered there in sadness. They were gathered there in fear. And Jesus comes to them and says, peace be with you. It will only be a matter of time that this group gathered in the upper room, that after the time of the days of the resurrection, that they will scatter. Because when Jesus ascends into heaven 40 days after the resurrection, Jesus says to them, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so what Jesus is really saying to these apostles is he tells them, You must go to the four corners of the earth and proclaim the message that you've heard over these last three years. And tonight in our gospel, Thomas, he's one of the apostles. He plays a big role in our gospel tonight. And Thomas, one of the twelve, he goes and he is sent to India. St. James the Greater, another apostle, one whose footsteps I've walked in while in Spain. St. James, he goes to the country of Spain, or what would become Spain, and there he proclaims the faith. And I've often wondered what it was like in the early establishment of Christianity, that as the apostles went out and they shared who Jesus was and what he did, and what it meant for those people's lives, how it was that this early church began to spread. I like to think that maybe St. James, as he goes to the region that we know of as Spain, that he probably went to the city of Madrid for a little bit, and then he stayed there maybe a few years, and then he went to Barcelona, and he stayed in Barcelona for a few years, And then he went to Bilbao or to Zaragoza, where he had an apparition of Our Lady. And so he would go for a time to a certain area, and there he would preach the gospel, set up the local church, they would pray together, and then someone else would then begin to lead the church after he left to go to the next city. We see that in the life of St. Paul, that St. Paul similarly In his letters, he leaves us that we read at Mass that are in the New Testament, that he went to Rome, that he went to Philippi, that he went to Colossae and Corinth, and he was there for a time. He preached the gospel, he equipped the leaders, and then he went off to the next city. But he didn't forget those people. He wrote a letter to them. He continued to encourage them even after his departure. It's the same thing for the early missionaries to the state of Wisconsin. I grew up in Oconto, and Father Claude Alloway, in 1669, with his canoe, came across the banks of the Ocano River with some fur traders, and there he celebrated Mass, and the Copper Culture Indians would begin to gather around him, and he stayed there for two years. And then he moved that mission of St. Francis Xavier all the way to De Pere, 
and set up a more permanent mission. It's also true for Venerable Mazzucchelli, Father Samuel Mazzucchelli. I had the chance to visit his grave a few months ago, but he was also a missionary. He came from Italy, and then he came to Wisconsin. He served in the northern part, came down, settled in Green Bay for a little bit, established the Church of St. John the Evangelist in Green Bay. And after being there a few years, he went even further. He went into Iowa. He went to a city in Wisconsin called Schulzburg, and eventually ended his life serving in a little city called Benton. And so it seems that in the early days of Christianity and in the early days of Christianity, Catholicism here in our state, that their missionaries were on the move, that they would be in a place for a certain time and then they would move on to the next place. And so you might wonder, why do I share all of this? And I do so because the bishop wishes to appoint me as the pastor of Sacred Heart Parish in Shano and St. Martin Parish in Cecil as their priest celebrant, which means that on July 1st, I'll make that move and we'll welcome someone else. And for a time, that someone else will be a retired senior priest named Father Ted Hendricks, who will serve until August 31st. And sometime in the fall, there will be an international priest that will serve our communities here. And so tonight, we've heard in the gospel that Jesus came into the midst of the apostles and he said, peace be with you. And of course, when such an announcement is made, there can be a lot of different emotions. There's sadness, there's anger, There's fear of what the future might hold. And so whatever emotion we experience right now, whatever emotion we experience in the days ahead, well, we hear these words of Jesus, peace be with you. We allow his peace to calm our hearts and our minds and our souls. And we ask him to remove any sadness or doubt or fear that we might have. We might have fear what the future might look like and what will happen with all that we've done over the last six years. But I think that's where today's celebration of divine mercy, this private revelation received by St. Faustina, what that means. Because at the bottom of the image, it says, Jesus, I trust in you. And so today we say, Jesus, I trust in you and I trust you have a plan and I trust that you Don't abandon us, and I trust that everything will be okay. And so we allow those words of Jesus from our gospel, the words of the divine mercy message, to really touch us right now, so that the Lord who speaks to us says, Peace be with you, and our response is, Jesus, I trust in you.